Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to Anita Vita Rides. All right, everybody, welcome. It's Anita Vita Rides. Anita Vita Rides, yeah. Anita Vita Rides, yeah. Anita Vita Rides, yeah. Who can make you better? Anita Vita Rides. In all types of weather, I need a Vita Rise. Get you back together, I need a Vita Rise. Go send her a letter, I need a Vita Rise. I need a Vita Rise. I need a Vita Rise, yeah. Need a Vita Rise, yeah. yeah. I need a Vita Rise. Welcome to Rise with Anita Vita. I am your host, Anita Vita, master medical Qigong teacher and healer. I'm so grateful and thankful you're here for another amazing episode. As you know, this show aims to amplify women's voices, have them share their stories so that they are a ripple effect of healing in this world. I'm so grateful and thankful to bring on another amazing woman. She's a realtor, a partner with her her father and two friends in this amazing luxury real estate firm at Harcourt's Beverly Hills. She is also a, a partner, a dancer, and she is all about empowering women in the industry as well through realist, uh, real women in real estate. So I'm so excited to bring on the beautiful Brooke Catino to the show, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Anita. Thank you so much Hi. for having me. <laughs> You're most welcome. Thank you for being here. I know that real estate agents run a super busy, busy life. So I appreciate when you can stop by, even rounding <laughs> off at the end of the day to say hello and also to share your gems of wisdom in how do you do it all, right? So, so for those who don't know you, can you share a little bit about yourself? <laughs> Absolutely. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me today. Um, you're a super, uh, super special person in my life, so it means a lot to um, to be here and, and to be on your podcast. Um, my name is Brooke Cortino. I am from Melbourne, Australia. I've been living in Los Angeles for the last three years now. I moved here with my family. Uh, we came here for music, for my brother's music career. Um, I've worked alongside my dad in real estate for eight years now. So I'm now a partner in the business, as he mentioned, at Harcourt's Beverly Hills. And I'm a trained dancer from the age of two years old. And uh, I'm a family person, and I'm just really happy to be here. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your background. And you guys, <laughs> when I met Brooke, it was at a charity event and her, her father was auctioning off items. He's, he's amazing. And, you know, I, I had contributed to the auction, um, the auction line. And so we met briefly and then reconnected at a mutual friends, uh, workout event. And so That's nice right. to, to reconnect on another, another space and in getting to know Brooke, there's this light about her, right? I, you may already be feeling that and that I know she genuinely adores people and to be in 
you know, in that space of business, especially in real estate, that's so important. And so what has been your journey like and what did you learn from from being in that industry? Um, I've had an amazing journey. I was basically born into real estate uh, with obviously my dad being in real estate for 38 years in partnership with my uncles in Australia. My cousins run the property management department. So it's something that I was you know, born into. Um, but I would say I'm really in the people business. I've always been raised that way. I have beautiful parents, I'm super blessed and a wonderful family. Uh, and so because of that, uh, working with people every single day and caring about their needs and obviously in real estate, the biggest asset that they'll ever um, have in their life uh, was super natural for me. I just love learning from everyone. Um, I've always been taught that you can learn something from everybody, no matter who they are, what background, what nationality, where they come from. And uh, it's it's just really fun for me. I get to meet with cool people every single day and help them, you know, achieve their goals and their dreams. And that's what's most important to me. And you you mentioned moving from Australia to here to Los Angeles about three years now. How was that transition like for you? The transition was, I mean. It's been a huge journey, of course. A uh, 17-hour flight uh, alone is a lot. Uh, when we first came here, I was still finis uh, finishing my university degree. So I was studying uh, business marketing and art psychology, and I was four and a half years in. And I remember we came over here for like a test run, and I knew that I just had this feeling that we were for sure going to move here. And I was like, I want to at least graduate and, and get that under my belt. I worked so hard to do so. So I managed to do that. And um, it's just been a roller coaster ever since in a great way. Uh, I would say I've learned a lot over this journey. And uh, one of the biggest challenges for me was really how do you reestablish, you know, your personal and professional life in a whole new market? Uh, that's been a huge, you know, challenge, but an exciting challenge for me. And uh, not only, you know, establishing yourself in your career, which, you know, I've had great support to do so. And I'm really, when I look back now, I'm like really excited of how far we've come. But um, also your personal life. I mean, we left behind, you know, my whole life worth of relationships, friendships, family. Um, and when I moved here, I'd obviously finished college and school. And it made me really realize, like, where do you build those relationships? It's normally through experiences, school journeys. Um, so I had to really, I think for the first year, I just hung out with my brothers because they're like my best friends. And uh, we just did stuff together because, you know, they're just your, your natural go-to. And, and then I started to branch out and, you know, use what I love to do, which is dance and different passions of mine. And I found that was a great way to, like, establish friendships and build connections here with, you know, all different kinds of people. And um, that's been really probably the biggest challenge for me as an adult. Like, as an adult, you don't think you're going to have to restart your life in that sense. And uh, you want to get to the point where... Don't get me wrong, I love meeting people every day and that's exciting. And of course, then you need to balance it out, people you know on a daily basis where you don't have to, you know, everyone asks me the first question as soon as I open my mouth, where are you from or where's the accent from? And you have those initial conversations, um, you know, which are great, but you want to have those, you know, relationships where you know each other and you can just, you know, talk about bigger things and goals and plans and, and whatnot. So that would be my answer. <laughs> I agree. It's it's difficult to especially maintain those types of relationships, right? When you want that depth to be there. And yeah. who, who would have thought, like, I'm going to move a whole other country to to start over. 
And I would right. <laughs> and while it was challenging, what do you enjoy the most about living in Los Angeles? Yes. Yes. Uh, for sure, living in a land of opportunity. Um, I mean, we came here for that. And honestly, I came here for that for my brothers, for the music, Mason and Jules. Um, but I didn't really realize the opportunities that it would bring for myself as well. And uh, I just love living here because, you know, you are in a place where thousands of people move here every year. So you're surrounded by people with big goals, big dreams. And uh, I think that's really exciting. And uh, I think I take that for granted. Sometimes you realize, you know, in other countries, it's not always like that. And people are very successful, but maybe on a different level. But here, everyone's like out there to do great things. And it's all about, you know, you can be a dancer, you can do real estate, you could be an actress. And everyone here I've learned has multiple skill sets. And it's very supported here. And there's a lot of people like yourself who will go out of their way to help you achieve those goals and put you on a platform where you can talk about that. And yeah, I think that would definitely be my favorite part of living here in Los Angeles. I'm glad that you're having this ability, you know, to to navigate through a whole other country and especially in LA, you know, we don't always get the best rap in being in LA. I'm born and raised out here. Right. And it's the different culture everywhere you go, right? Whether you go inner city, the valley, um, the beach side, it's, it's it all different. It's like a melting pot, literally, of different people, different yep. cultures. And I, I'm just really grateful to to meet you at, of all places at an auction, like a charity event. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, I believe <laughs> that we just say again. The best place to meet people. Yes. Charity yes. <laughs> We're coming together to support you know, charity, each other and our businesses. So I want to hear a little bit more about your mindset and how you move through and prioritize your self-care practice. And before we do, I just want to give thanks to our sponsors of today. What's up, family? I am Anita Vita, Master Medical Qigong teacher and healer. I believe that nurses deserve to be nurtured as much as they give. As a high-performing woman myself, I coach women how to overcome chronic gut pain so that they have total freedom in their life through the practice of medical Qigong. In 2011, while working as a nurse in the post-anesthesia unit, I experienced severe burnout and it expressed itself as IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. Discovering this practice allowed me to eradicate this gut disease completely and naturally through meditation alone. The slow mindful movements of medical Qigong are potent and transformational recalibrating your cellular structure by cultivating your body's natural energy and healing source called Qi. Today I coach and empower women to achieve the same result through private and group programs, workshops and retreat experiences to awaken you to your truth and be the highest version of yourself. If you're still in pain, you've tried everything and you're sick and tired going from doctor to doctor with only prescriptions and strict diets as solutions, fear no more my friend because you have found me. Send me a message right now at anita at nacionvira.com and we'll get you to rise out of that pain guaranteed. Mafe Management is a company dedicated to empowering individuals and businesses in PR and marketing, social media management, online show and podcast production, business consulting, graphic design, photography and videography, workshops and classes, 
events management, personality development, logo creation, illustrations, and animation. In working together to turn their dreams into reality. Get one step closer to elevating yourself and your business by contacting hello at mathemanagement.com. Let us empower you. So can you share a little bit about how you prioritize self-care and the million and one things that you do and all the hats that you wear? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I would say for myself, I do like to plan. And the reason I like to plan is because I always want to have time for self-care and doing things that I enjoy the most. And, um, you know, I think we have so many hours in the day and they go so far sometimes and uh, trying to fit everything in is um, never easy. So I like to say for you know the year in advance or a month, depending on how long I plan in advance, I always like to prioritize certain things. So for myself, you know, fitness is very important, staying active, um, super, super important. And of course, like dancing, because that is a way of fitness, but it's also my passion. Uh, so at the start of the year, I will map out all my classes, the times when I want to work out, um, the times when I have family birthday members, friends' birthdays, those things go on my calendar first, no matter what. That's like non-negotiable. And then I like to plan around that. So it's basically just blocking in times um, as best I can to have a balanced life. Um, I kind of came up with this thing, which I'd like to live by like seven pillars of like happiness um, and balance. And I know balance is something we all strive towards. Um, and for me, I just like to tick as many boxes as I can so I ensure that I'm, you know, I'm traveling, I'm spending time with family and friends, I'm progressing in my career, I'm happy financially, charity, giving back. I'd like to balance those out, health and fitness. Um, and if I can get, I, I know for myself, if one of those things goes off, the rest is unbalanced. Um, so I know if one of them is a little off, I'll try and fix that. And I, for me, if one thing lifts, everything lifts and I just, I'm on a roll. So I'm one of those people I prefer to do more and I achieve more that way. I'm more productive. If I, if you gave me the whole day off to do something, I probably wouldn't be as productive as if you said, uh, you've got to do a workout at this time. You've got three meetings here and something in the afternoon. I would, I would nail it all. I, I just know I would. So for me, self-care would be the morning. I'm a morning person. I absolutely love the morning. So five till eight a.m. are my best hours. Um, I'm trying to do five till six uh, off my phone. So whether it might just be, I could listen to music, but it's just on do not disturb. And that's kind of my time to just gather my thoughts for the day and, you know, meditate, stretch, do whatever I need to do, go for a walk, get outside in nature. And that kind of sets the tone for my day um, typically. And after that, I'll do an hour of exercise and then start with my most important things. I always think get the most important things done first because typically by the end of the day, you're, you're too tired to get on top of those. Um, and then I go into work after that and, and the day rolls and I'll normally end the day with a walk or a dance class just to kind of uh, decompress for the day and catch up and uh, then I roll on to the next. So that's that's a little bit of how I would prioritize my day and I guess my year in, in total. That's such a great rhythm. and. I don't know if a lot of people know this, um, in starting to put in your calendar, like you said, the things that matter to you most, which is your friends, your birthday, family events, and I'm going to add vacation on there. 
Yeah. Because I think we, later in life, we forget, you know, when you're almost hitting a burnout time, you're like, oh, wait, all I needed to do was take that break or spend time with people who can make me laugh, who <laughs> do the things that remind me of this other side of myself, right? Because sometimes when we put on all the, the business hats and our creative hats, we forget all of these other things that um, all these other pies. And for you, it's pillars, right? I like food. So I'm going to use yeah. food analogy. And so, so it's like, oh, wait, there's also this part of yourself. You can't just do 100% in one section. Correct. It's like you actually got to split it up. Makes us all, you know, whole and more well-rounded. So I appreciate exactly. you sharing that. And I know you practice it because if you guys are watching and listening in, you see how, like, succinct that was when she said, this is what I do the first two hours. Then I do this. And then I do this. And so I hope you guys are inspired by her her method of productivity, yet also not feeling like, oh my God, I need to do more. Because you don't necessarily need to do more. It's finding the time for yourself yeah. within the 24 hours in your day to fill you up. That way you have greater output. And also at the same time, including joy in that schedule, right? Cool. Yeah. So that's so amazing for you to to share that and i know everybody is getting some insights from that too when you hit those roadblocks and when things don't go your way because yeah. right because we're used to having the check boxes i'm similar to you where i like the checklist the checkbox sometimes yeah. if you do a digital one right you get the uh, asana does this so you get like a, a rocket ship for completing a task to get yeah. to give you that um that little hit of endorphin of yeah like ooh. You, you made it, you know, <laughs> to keep going yep. and it helps you feel accomplished. When things kind of go askew, how do you deal with that? What goes through your mind and then how do you overcome it? Right. Uh, for me, my outlet has always been exercise. It just always has. So when I know, I mean, I do sound very structured and planned, but don't get me wrong. I would have to be honest and say the best things happen to me when I'm being spontaneous. I love being spontaneous. Uh, so I try to, let's say my week is quite structured because it needs to be, but let's say on a Sunday morning, go for a hike and have breakfast with the family. And then my afternoon is open for that. And it's for, for me to, you know, oh, there might be a comedy show or there might be something fun that comes out of nowhere. I might stumble on Sunday, I stumbled onto a, a wonderful farmer's market in the Palisades. And that was not part of the plan. And I loved it. And it was probably the highlight of my whole weekend. So um, I love spontaneous things, but of course, sometimes things don't go to plan and we're all human and that happens to me all the time. And uh, I think my first approach is to just take a step back, take a deep breath and uh, think it through. I always like to think, okay, like, why is this happening? What's the cause for it? Rather than like focus too much on what actually happened, because I'm one of those people that's like, what's happened's happened. You can't change it. So let's just focus on, you know, firstly, how did it happen? What what could I do next time is more important. So if I'm burning out, you know, maybe tomorrow I should sleep an extra hour and, and kind of counteract that or um, something like that. So I just like to focus on the problem solving aspect. Um, and then if I still feel it, you know, emotionally or in my body, I will take a walk. I'll uh, jump in the pool. I'll do, just do something for myself. Um, get out, get it, go get some fresh air and uh, switch up the environment. And I'm pretty good at forgetting things pretty easily. It doesn't take long to switch my mind off I mean I think that's why I love going to dance classes um not only was I like trained in it but even just going for fun is like a, a dance class you're not on your phone and you're very 
focused. You know, you got to remember the choreography. You got to be in line. You got to not get hit. You're not going to fall over. And by the time I focused on one routine, my mind's so concentrated that typically any worry of my day, I've forgotten by the end. And I think I really love that. So no matter what it is, you don't have to be a dancer, but whatever it is that you love and that you really can switch off um, from doing, I think you should always have that, you know, at the top of your list so that when you do have those moments of road blockages, you know, you know exactly what to do to make yourself feel better. So it sounds like you like to get into your body. So yes. to, right, to turn off all the other mental aspects that go on from your day. And yeah. right, because and then when you're feeling and then you hear music and then again, like that focus, yep. you're in a whole other state, which which is a great, you know, rhythm to have that you share that. out. Yep. I think we forget to even get into our bodies, whether it's to just walk, um, to yeah. breathe, you know, the vibration, listen to music and be mm -hmm. silly. I'm with <laughs> you on the moving. <laughs> like yeah. I got to move too daily. There's daily movement. And um, that helps kind of keep that keeps things in flow right yep so Absolutely. i going as well that's all about that so i really believe in that you know the endorphins and the adrenaline running and you just hit a low sometimes and as long as you lift that up you'll be fine you're right i feel you so <laughs> for those who are interested in just really balancing it all or finding harmony in all that they're doing to to build a business or their career or they're in school still and they're just having this structured approach what would you you know what would be a wonderful advice for them for everyone listening in to do you mean to try and balance their life yeah out? to tr try to balance their life is there is there words of wisdom that you live by that no matter what if something is feeling off or yeah. Um, they're having any mental, mental um, break, not breakdowns, but like something to really help with their mindset. What would you say it would be? Sure. I would say the first thing is um, we're all human and we all experience that. And I think that's important to remind yourself that, you know, if things feel overwhelming or you can't fit certain things in, chances are pretty much everyone else is going through the same thing. So it's, you know, acknowledge that it's, it's okay and uh, when you hit those low points, often the best things come out of those. So, you know, just don't be afraid of that. Um, I think it's, I'm a visual person. I like to map things out. So whether it's a structural thing in terms of a calendar, like I've always had my calendars, physical hard copy, I can see the whole month in front of me and I love to draw it out. And it's kind of just a, it's more so of a relief because you can see where certain things are and where you do have moments to go do fun things. And I think that balance is always important. Um, so I would suggest writing out on a calendar or otherwise a mind map as well. Like start with, you know, yourself in the middle and branch out whatever is important to you, who's in your life, um, what things do you like to do, what are your passions, your goals. If you put that all on a paper and then you kind of realistically think, okay, which things can I achieve and which things are, they're still on your list, but they're a later list. Um, and my last thing would be, you know, surround yourself with positive people or mentors who who can lift you when you might just be feeling a little low um there's plenty of them around um and the chances are when you find them those kind of people love to help other people because they've been through that as well and um yeah don't underestimate the power of you know one conversation or one picking up the phone a simple phone call compared to like a text message can really change the whole atmosphere of um, any situation. So pick up the phone. Don't be afraid to ask for help and uh, you'll find your way pretty soon. 
Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your story and, you know, ways to navigate life in a whole other way, especially in times like this when we're used to being, you know, go, go, go. And it's like, well, where do we find fun? Where do we find um, more play? And it's creating it, deciding to create it, right? And and you, you're visual, so you put it in front of yourself and you're like, well, this is how... It can be right, and I like that you mentioned you have structure in your days, yet you're always open to having flexibility and yep. approach. And out of those seven days, you have one day to just to have an adventure and to be yep. in wonder. So exactly. that's amazing. Thank you <laughs> for sharing all of that, Brooke. I appreciate you so much for being here. How how can we support you, and where can we find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram, um, Brooke Cortino, which I think you can see the spelling there, C-O-U-T-I-N-H-O, or Brooke underscore Harcourt's Beverly Hills if you want to follow my work journey or if you want to follow my personal and family and dance journey. I mean, they're both there to enjoy. Um, I both, you know, try and put a little effort into them and make it as fun as possible and I think just keep it really honest and upfront and um, support me by, you know, just joining and don't be afraid to, I just love helping people. I've always been like that. And so I, you know, I would love for you to reach out and if you need a hand or you wanted to talk about something, I'm always here. My number's online everywhere. My email's online available. Um, obviously, if you want to talk real estate, we're always happy to help you with that. Any advice just to really just be a resource for you. Um, that's the most important. If you need a hand reading contracts or um, looking in certain areas, we're available for that. Charity work, we love doing charity auctions. Um, I'm planning one uh, July 2nd with a group called Barely Canadian. Um, there's another one with the Boxing Wags Association with Telly and Anita, I'm sure you'll be there as well. And um, <laughs> I love being involved in those kind of things and really just giving back. Um, and it's so much fun. You really meet the best people. And I'm glad that I met you there in that room because oh, everyone's yeah. there to give back. It draws a very certain crowd of people and they're excited to connect with one another and see how they can work together to help other people so if you need a charity auction uh let us know or some dance coaching or if you need a performance by mason and jules you know whatever it is whatever suits you um or you want to be empowered by real women in real estate that's pretty cool too if you're a, a boss lady or you want to be a boss lady and you want to be surrounded by women who are you know doing kicking their career goals um i would love to invite you to our next event and you can follow us at RYA LA. So many ways to connect with Brooke. And I've got <laughs> to tell you guys, she is really, she's probably one of the most resourceful women that I've met. And she can make things happen in less than, when's the last, I think when I had my own event, we were troubleshooting to get something complete um, by end of week, even from the time we like last met. And yes. so she's just incredibly, incredibly generous with her time and her resources. So I hope you take note and that you do connect with her and also support her at the same time, right? So this is how I don't, you guys who are listening in and watching, that's, I know y'all are my community and that's what we do, right? We circulate with each other with how we give and how we receive. So Brooke, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And I look forward to, well, I'm going to see you next week. So <laughs> I'm going to see you in person. We'll be in Malibu again. 
one of my favorite cities. <laughs> and um, and I know you've shared so much for everybody listening in, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you Thank for you. being here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I love seeing you do your thing. And, uh, you know, you came out to support me at my Real Women event. And, you know, those are the things that not only did you sponsor, but you came out and you were there in person. And I'll, I'll never forget that. I always remember those little things. I loved your event. And um, I love this podcast too. I listen to it in my mornings when I get a moment. I've listened to the last few ones and super inspiring. So, um, you know, thanks for giving me a a chance and letting me tell my story and uh, I can't wait to create more moments with you in the future. <laughs> Which is always happen. It's going to happen. We, I mean, we, we're, we're seeing each other next week. So <laughs> I'm so <laughs> grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you, Brooke. I appreciate you You're again. Welcome. Thanks, Anita. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening in. I hope you received a ton of wisdom, so many gems that Brooke has shared. Again, you guys, she's an amazing dancer. Check out all of her Instagram stories and her handles. Her, her family is amazing. Like her father, her mother, I met all of them, her brothers, her mom, her dad, and um, all the people she brings in to all of her events, including that's from like staff to vendors and herself. And um, it's been amazing. Everything she really touches adds so much positivity and energy in your life. So she, you know, be sure to, to um, keep her in mind and to connect with her. So I appreciate you guys for being here. And, you know, if this episode brought you any value at all, I always appreciate when you share it out, right? That's the ripple effect when we're like putting it out there. And if you feel called, I'd love to hear a review or some feedback on any of the platforms, specifically on Apple Podcasts. I would appreciate it just so we can get the message. And again, this ripple effect that we're creating together, um, even more so expansive and out there. So thank you again for being here with me tonight. As always, I root for your rise. I'll see you next I'll see you next week everybody. Have a beautiful night. Bye. Be the rise. You need to be the rise.